Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic Hits. A former TD says a derogation should be made for essential protests during the pandemic. This is Ruth Coppinger, of course, and she's a former TD because well, wasn't elected in the last election. She's not a senator. She's not a TD. She's a member, obviously, of the Socialist Party. And it comes amid plans for protests demanding more to be done to tackle violence against women. And this, of course, follows the murder of Sarah Everard in England. Very sad story, which I watched, by the way, over the weekend. I actually read the timeline over the weekend. And as a man or a woman, we should be disgusted by that particular story. It sparked outrage amongst women in the UK, Ireland and across the world. And over the weekend, vigils organised to remember Sarah were broken up by police, which has been widely condemned. And I have to say, I completely agree with the way the police handled it. It was very bad considering the protest that it was. But it has prompted the former Solidarity TD, Ruth Coppinger, to arrange a protest here in Ireland and demanding change. Uh, speaking this morning, she said protests such as this are essential. She said, myself and Rosa, a uh, socialist feminist movement, by the way, are planning some protests actually now. Uh, much more have been called in cities this week, uh, in the five cities in the south and in Belfast tomorrow as well. The protests are in sorrow and anger at the murder of Sarah Everard and it's resonated with women and I think here in Ireland and in Britain. She said the testimonies of how many uh, women have to restrict their movements and plan their lives in case of harassment or attack. Now, amid questions over holding a protest during the pandemic, Ms. Coppinger said that the Irish demonstrations will be socially distanced and masked. Given the spire in Dublin as an example, she said there have already been socially distant protests at the spire. There's actually uh, a, a marking on the whole concrete area along, which goes for quite a distance. There's marks on the ground she's talking about, by the way. Uh, what I'd say is the pandemic has gone uh, on for a year. It could go on for another year. Are people seriously, seriously suggesting there should be no protests for the duration of a pandemic? Now, remember, of course, that uh, many of these politicians, socialist politicians, including probably Ruth Coppinger, I can't remember at the time, um, obviously two weeks ago, when there was, or three weeks ago, when there was a protest in Dublin, they condemned it. She went on to claim outdoor protests with people wearing facial coverings aren't dangerous and it will be socially distanced. I think protests should be considered essential. There should be a derogation for protests to take place where they're essential. Ms. Coppinger added, she said, obviously, I'll be going further than my five kilometre restriction to attend the protests because she lives in Blanchetown. So I want to know, is she right? Do you believe this protest is essential? Are protests in general essential? We've seen many protests throughout the year from Black Lives Matter, Debenhams and the anti-lockdown protests which happened two weeks ago and all have been met with different reactions. You know, I don't know why they're all different, why they're met with a different reaction and they're also met with a different force from the police depending on what the protests are for. Take, for example, in June last year, you may remember that Debenhams workers were told to go home when they held a socially distant protest yet thousands took to the streets for Black Lives Matter. And our Taoiseach actually tweeted his support for the protest. And yet he condemned, or they condemn, the protest two weeks ago. And by the way, to suggest that the protest two weeks ago was all right-wing nutters is completely wrong. Yes, there were some right-wing nutters there, a very small percentage. But a lot of the people who were at that protest were just people who lost their jobs and wanted to get back to life again and wanted to get back to the real world again and wanted their jobs back. Families. A lot of those protests were just normal people. They weren't anti-vaxxers. They weren't right-wing nutters. Some of them were. The ones usually up the front making all the noise. So today I want to know what you think of protests during a pandemic. Do you believe they are essential? 
according to Ruth Coppinger, this particular protest tomorrow is essential. Now, we did talk the other day about violence towards women, so I don't want to focus too much on that aspect of it. It's an important aspect as to why the protest is happening, but we talked about that in depth and details uh, the other day. I want to focus on the protest itself. She said this particular protest is essential, like an essential journey, so to speak, and for that reason, the Gardaí should allow it to happen. But let me know what you think. The number is 87 That's 87 Do you think having a protest is every person's right, particularly on this occasion? Or do you think it's irresponsible? Let me know. The number is 087-188-0008. John, you're on Classic Kids. How are you doing, John? Hi, Niall. Thanks very much for having me. I just wanted to say, now that anyone who differentiates between an essential and non-essential protest has a very, very clear political agenda, and anyone who supports them should rethink what they're doing. Every single person has a right to assemble freely in a free society that is Ireland. For whatever it happens to be, it doesn't matter. Uh, it, th- this right trumps any sort of a government re- uh, recommendation to not assemble. I would argue that it's actually in the government's interest that people don't assemble. Um, so, yeah, that's my two cents on that. It's a fundamental right. Well, right of right. course, it would be an ideal situation for every government in the world if nobody ever assembled and protested against anything they did and they got away with everything. But the argument is from the government that currently at the moment we are under the guidelines of, you know, this emergency legislation, which doesn't allow us to travel over five kilometres, doesn't allow people to gather in groups um, because they believe it's in the interest of public health that we don't do that. And they'd say that anybody who does that currently at the moment is being irresponsible. What do you yeah, say to that? They, well, they, they will say that. Of course, they, they'll say that. But, you know, as you said, where were they for the Black Lives Matter protests? Where were they for this and that? I mean, well, they supported the Black Lives Matter protests. They even tweeted about it the next day. And also, by the way, I remember Michal Martin supported uh, the, the movement in Belarus as well, the protests in Belarus. He said absolutely. he stood with the people of Belarus. And actually, I actually just I had a screenshot there where I saved a story from the journal.ie from only three years ago where he believed it was everyone's right to protest and nobody should ever, it was Michal Martin actually, nobody should ever be stopped from protesting. Well, here you go. See, I think there's this, you have to differentiate between establishment positions and anti-establishment positions. And I would argue with any anyone who calls in that this protest, and indeed Black Lives Matter and other of these, you know, token left-wing sort of uh, ideas, are establishment positions. So if you well, they would, they would call your protest a token right-wing protest too. So yeah, there is two sides to that argument. Oh, absolutely. But uh, they, they would crack down on a right-wing protest, uh, absolutely. But uh, that's because it's not in the interest of the ruling party and the establishment and, of course, the big companies that back them up. So you need to look at this. If you're going to this any of these protests... Just realize you might feel like you're changing the status quo or some nonsense like that. But in anything, you're just, I think you're just backing it up. And what what do you think of the policing around these protests? And not just here in Ireland, by the way, two weeks ago, you saw the policing two weeks ago. But in relation to, say, the UK over the weekend, I'm sure you saw the policing in relation to that particular protest, which was a very peaceful protest up until the time the police got involved. Um, does it concern you that we see this all across Europe? By the way, there was another big protest in Athens um, over the weekend there as well, where there was, I think, twenty or 30,000 people. Do, does it concern you that the, the, the policing has changed in relation to the way we're allowed to do things? Goodest, yes, of course it does. Um, you know, uh, the Dublin protest there with the lockdown protest, they actually stopped the, the, the crowds from going into Stevens Green and, you know, they set up a cordon. Um, it's almost as if they wanted something to start. I mean, if you've got that many people... Well, I don't, I don't think the police wanted anything to start, but I get the point you're making. If they had allowed them into Stevens Green, they might have just gone in there, got bored after an hour and gone home again. 
Yeah, but see, I think there's there's a tuggish kind of a, an idea here being being tossed around by the powers that be, and it, it actually looks at people's fundamental rights to just assemble and says, okay, you can do that if it suits our our our. Uh, agenda. But there was, you, know, you, you have to admit, John, there was, I mean, that protest two weeks ago, there was a few thugs at it. Oh, there were, yeah, yeah, of course. But do you know that in every society, there's going to be people who are intent on causing chaos at any opportunity, if they're given half a chance, you know? Mm-hmm. But anyone who, like, um, you know, wants to assemble peacefully, absolutely go ahead and do it. Like, for example, I might organize a protest next week uh, to say that all female members of parliament uh, should, you know, not attend uh, work from this time to that time because I think they espouse uh, nonsense ideas of, for example, a curfew on men. And I would like to be able to do that uh, without any interference from anyone. And know this, if you're in public demonstrating something, anyone around has the right to call you a moron or an idiot. But, you know, the police cannot crack down on you because that's against your fundamental right in a free society. I, and is it in any way, when, you, when I listen, say, for this morning to, to Rue Coppinger and I hear, hear other people talking about protests and they say, and there are people who will say, you know, we're in the middle of a pandemic, <clears throat> it's irresponsible, you know, uh, we're looking at case numbers at the moment and these can be super spreader events is the words that's used on a regular basis when you have a lot of people gathering in the same place, masked or unmasked, uh, that these can be super spreader events. Do you accept that? No, I, I don't actually accept that because, see, this is a new sort of a mental conditioning to dissuade people from doing what they normally would have done all through their lives, which is to assemble. You know, you gather with like-minded people and you, you know, you have the same idea, maybe the same, um, you know, hopes for society and uh, you, you gather together. Forget super spread of this and that. I think it, the, the attitude being taken by the Irish government is so arrogant because they don't actually trust the people of this country to be sensible and voice their grievances in a, in a responsible manner. Um, instead, they just think, you know, let's just ban this and that. Let's just lock down this and that and curfews. I'm sick of hearing all of this nonsense on the radio nowadays. It's a constant assault on people to recondition them. And I mean, we, we can argue about the government reaction to COVID-19. I would be the first to, you know, to condemn some of the, the steps that the government have taken. I don't believe it makes an ounce of difference to the pandemic. But you can't argue that there's a virus out there that has killed some people. Absolutely, there is. But, you know, I mean, there's, there's always been viruses out there. And, and that, that virus is not the government's fault. Well, no, it's not the government's fault. You could argue about if it was that seriously. I mean, would they have shut the ports and the airports? I don't know. But in any case, what I would say is, for, if you want to go and assemble, go and assemble peacefully. Don't launch fireworks, this and that. Mm-hmm. Um, just, this, you know, it's called civil disobedience for a reason. There's more people in this country than there are policemen and women, and more than, there are more people than there are TDs. There's strength in numbers, so just go and make your voices heard, whatever, the, whatever it is you're talking about. Why do, you, why do you think that we're now a year into this, a year where people, as you rightly said, have taken, had their liberties taken away and their freedoms taken away? Why do you think people haven't, or there hasn't been some sort of uprising yet against the state? Is it because people genuinely are scared and they believe, you know, I don't want to catch this virus, I don't want to die, I don't want to make it worse, I don't want to spread, you know, COVID-19? Why do you think people are not doing that then, if that's the case? Well, that's a, that's a question that I think uh, speaks to the Irish complexion or the complexion of being an Irish person who has lived through history. And, you know, I think it's into our genes now 
to just disobey in a quiet uh, way rather than actually doing what they did over in the Netherlands or other more typically, I don't know, Protestant countries where there's a bit more um, headstrong sort of a mentality and people go to the street. And listen, I'm not condoning flipping over cars or causing, you know, dumpster fires and this type of thing. But the culture here is quite different. I think it's a diff- the difference between Irish culture and all of the colonialism that and the boots that we've unfortunately been crushed under throughout history and other countries who have actually been the colonizers, you could say. Okay, well, stay there for a second because I want to go to Billy as well. Billy, you're on Classic Hits. Yeah, you're not. Yeah, it's great to get on again. Uh, well, Billy, okay, I don't want to focus too much on the, on the lockdown protest. We kind of talked about that two weeks ago. But yeah. Rue Coppinger is saying that a protest, and this particular protest tomorrow for Sarah Everard, which is a shockingly sad story, by the way, uh, this in solidarity with her and many women around the world who don't feel safe, this protest is an essential protest. Is it essential, Billy? Well, I was just talking to uh, Ashlyn and uh, to BLMM... It's a ridiculous protest at the moment, still going on. Players are still taking the knee. Uh, this protest, I didn't think it was bad. Ashley says it is bad for two women. I don't know where it was that bad. But, uh, uh, is it, no, uh, the other one, no, this is quite sure to be more important, the one last week protesting about the protest, basically lockdown, uh, should be more important. Uh, but well, I don't, I don't. I don't think any of them, you know, have more importance. I mean, certainly, you know, women exactly. who, feel, who feel unsafe. Obviously, that's important to them. Yeah, well, this okay. shouldn't be going ahead then tomorrow because we were. Uh, I wasn't there myself. I was working, but the people that were doing a great thing in my eyes two weeks ago to try and well, whatever they were trying to get the lockdown removed or whatever, they were condemned and they were uh, what's called called talks and there was meant to be a riot, but there was no riot and. I seen a picture on Facebook. Uh, Facebook are very quick to uh, remove you if you do post something up wrong. But I seen a picture on Facebook uh, where a guard had a rocket and there was no steam coming out of it. And apparently, then about an hour later, there was a rocket fired at them with steam coming out. But I'm not an expert on rockets, and uh, there's a lot of talk going around that that was purposely done by an undercover guard. Well, I don't believe that's the case. Well, that well. I don't know, uh, Billy, that's a theory you have, but I don't think that's the case. I think it was just a person who was a scumbag who decided to fire a rocket at the guards. It's irrelevant to it. This thing shouldn't go ahead tomorrow, 100%. But see, if it does go ahead tomorrow, then the guards are going to be cost, they're going to be nice and pie. Uh, no, no, it shouldn't go ahead uh, because, uh, no, this went, I know it's a serious matter, but it's not as serious as the lockdown at the moment. Okay, okay. You don't believe it's as serious as the lockdown. Well, I, I would argue that for many women around the world, they believe it's a serious issue that has been ignored for the last God knows how many years. And I'm not going to disagree with those women because that's what they believe. Yeah, no, and and, and I, equally, I don't. I believe that a lot of people are affected badly by the lockdown, and I support those people too. But the point is, let's focus on tomorrow's protest. So, they, so they believe. Well, hang on. A woman was murdered in the UK. Yeah. Okay. An innocent woman. Going yeah. for a walk was murdered. Coming home, right. actually, coming home. Yeah, yeah. And she was murdered by okay, a police. By, by it seems by a police officer. Right Obviously, that, that uh, he has been charged. Can with I the just say something, now? Yeah. Black Lives Matter is more brought about because I didn't ask you about Black Lives Matter. We mentioned that earlier yeah, on, and I and I agree with you. I agree with you that yeah. you cannot condemn one protest and turn around and say another is valid. Want, I, hang on, I just want to make a point, Niall. Yeah. James McLean, who played for, has played for the Republican for the last 10, 15 years or whatever, has been. Racially abused, racial, racial abuse is not a, only a black thing. He's been abused for the who? Last who? Who? You, you mentioned somebody there. I can't hear your, your name. Clean the footballer. Oh yes, been that's right. Yeah. For the last ten, fifteen years. That's right. right. 
and there has not been nothing done about it. And with that, it's a completely different topic. We, we, we don't have protests in the streets because of James McLean. And James McLean, by the way, has recently come out uh, to condemn those who do, the, do those things online to him. I'm asking you about the protest tomorrow, Billy. Should it be allowed to go ahead? 100% no. No, because we're no. not No. No. No way. No hey, way. Well, there you go, John. Billy seems to be all for protests, but not the one tomorrow. Yeah, well, see, this is a slippery slope. Once you start saying that one protest is, is validated and the other isn't... Hang on, I listen. didn't say something validated, John. I said, sorry, we went... In a, we, the protest there a couple of weeks ago went ahead and people were uh, arrested for... Uh, one or two were arrested for whatever... Yeah, but you, you, you yourself said that was wrong for it to happen. So then why would you turn around and tell somebody else they can't protest? You're kind of contradicting yourself. Sorry, no, no, I'm not contradicting myself. Why are you saying I'm... You are sorry? contradicting yourself. You're saying that those people shouldn't have been arrested two weeks ago. Is that what you're telling me? No, I'm turning to tell... That I'm about to make the point that they were arrested for outside okay, their and, Okay, and, and let me, okay, but then answer the question. Should they have been arrested? <coughs> for outside the travel limit? For outside their travel limit, for being at a protest in Stevens Green, or well, uh, on Grafton Street. Should they no, be... In, the okay. Law, they sh- okay. the law, the way it goes now, I don't know whether it's law... But how are you supposed to protest? I'm asking you, just answer the question. Should they have been arrested? No. Right. Well, then why are you saying a protest shouldn't happen tomorrow if you're saying they shouldn't have been arrested at the time? Now you're contradicting yourself. So you're saying people should have the right to protest, but you don't want to see this protest happen tomorrow just because they wasn't allowed to have one two weeks ago. But tomorrow, tomorrow the police won't. That's just Sarah Graves. Yeah, hold on. No, tomorrow the police will be there and they won't be hassling uh, the people. Okay, well, John, just, just very quickly, John, do you think Billy's contradicting himself? Absolutely, yes. I mean, no, if you but can't... I'm not condemning myself. Okay, well, hang on, man. Hang on. Go ahead, John. You are. Listen, it's the same idea here, right? I've just said in my previous thing that certain protests suit the government's position. I think this one does. Yeah, you're that's right, why they'd you're be right. Lax. That's why they lack, they'd be lax about it. But do you see that you're espousing the exact same idea as the government? I am, John. Yes, you are. You're saying that certain Jesus, protests John, can go ahead. John, John, if you listen to me on this show, uh, I will tell you. I absolutely hate the government. I hate the last 30 years. We get that, Billy, but you're saying, but, but if you hate the government so much, and we can we clearly hear that, and you've said that before, why would you tell people they can't protest? It doesn't matter whether you agree with the protest, whether you agree with the way the last protest was handled, why would you turn around and say somebody shouldn't be allowed to protest and you just tell me you hate the government? Well, I'd be all for the protest tomorrow, but... Provided they let you but, protest about your stuff. Yeah, exactly. Okay, all right. Doesn't make any sense. Uh, okay, keep texting, keep WhatsApping. The number is 87 188 uh, A lot of texts, by the way, coming in. Somebody says, how many men are stabbed to death on the streets of London on a weekly basis? Where's the protest for that? I, look, by the way, I'm not disagreeing with all that, and I agree with all that. But you, that does, still doesn't turn around, that still doesn't make this protest in the UK, for example, the protest around the world in relation to this particular agenda and this particular issue, less important. It's important to women. This is important to women. Just like, by the way, Billy said that protest for him two weeks ago, even though he wasn't at it, was important to people who wanted to protest against the lockdowns. And I agree with that. That's important to them. We shouldn't put one protest ahead of another. I don't believe so. So, but, according to Ruth Coppinger, the protest tomorrow, and it's in Belfast and Dublin tomorrow, Thursday, by the way, in Cork and Limerick, um, she is saying that it's a necessary protest. 
Do you believe protests are necessary during a pandemic? Yes, you believe they should. Or no, you believe they're irresponsible. Let me know what you think. The number's 87 188 By the way, the protest that's been organised by Rosa is in Dublin tomorrow at 12 o'clock at the Spire. Belfast, 6pm at the Customs House Key. And on Thursday, by the way, they've organised one at 4 o'clock at the Grand Parade in Cork. And also in Thomas Street and Limerick at 4 o'clock on Thursday as well. Galway, 6.30 at Air Square. And Waterford, 6pm at Supermax all on Thursday. The two main ones being tomorrow in Dublin and Belfast. Um, and uh, obviously they're encouraging people to go but they're also encouraging people to wear their masks and keep socially distant I don't you know you can ask people to do that but I don't believe that's possible at a protest realistically when you've got a large amount of people many people turn up I suppose realistically but according to them it's a necessary protest some people believe it's irresponsible Frank you're on Classic Kids how are you doing Frank? How are you, Noel? Uh, Frank, I mean, is any protest necessary during a pandemic? According to uh, John, who was on before the break, it's our inalienable right uh, to, to a peaceful assembly, no matter what's happening in the country. In other countries, Noel, I'd say the right to protest is a... Yeah, it's a necess- necessity. But the Irish can't protest, Noel. Why can't we protest? They don't know how to protest. What do you mean? The cop shites. <laughs> Now, in relation you to can't pandemic, just call the Irish gobshites. You're Irish, well, Frank. Yeah, yeah, no, like I told you before, I'm not proud. I'm, I class myself... Yeah, but every Irish thing. person isn't a gobshite. There's always going to be a few gobshites. No, listen to me, no. Listen to me. Look at all the protests on this kit we've had now over the years. Do you remember the Haulage, the Haulage Association protests at the price of diesel? Yep. They drove up slowly in a hard shoulder. Yeah, the farmers, the farmers did the same thing in the tractors. They blocked the kip. They come up. They spread shit all over around length of the house. They stay there. Instead of... Instead of shutting down the kip, Noel. Why would you want to shut down the... the no, 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 hold on for a second. When we're talking about non-COVID times, right? The idea of a protest was to cause disruption. And, and that's, by the way, that's civil disobedience as part of protest. To cause disruption. If you don't cause disruption, I suppose their argument is, well, then nobody's actually going to listen because it doesn't bother anybody. Like, if the farmers all went, say, for example, to Phoenix Park and brought their tractors there, sure, nobody would be really bothered by it, apart from the people living in that area. But when you block the M50 or you block the tunnel or you do something like that or you block O'Connell Street, well, then you cause a problem and then people start to listen. That's the reason for protest, They never isn't it? block the M50, no. They blocked the tunnel. I think they did at one stage block the tunnel. The farmers, yeah. the farmers did block the tunnel. Stop. Now, in relation to these balloons protesting tomorrow night. Well, they're not balloons. Okay. They're, people with, they're people with, a, with an, an agenda. make the point. There was a girl murdered last week. Sadly, no very point. sadly, yes. Very sadly. And unfortunately, Noel, absolutely nothing to do with us here in this place. But but it is something to do with no, us. No, it's not, Noel. Yeah, well, well, the women of Ireland, like the women the around women the world... Hang Ireland. on, hang on now, Frank, with the greatest respect. I don't want to get into the topic again because we talked about it the other day. Seven but the, with the women of Ireland who were involved in this protest and who want this protest, they want the streets to be safer for women. You're not going to argue with that, are you? Well, Noel, I think the streets here are pretty safe for a woman. I don't know do any women personally that have been attacked. I know a woman personally. Ashley, you know I, well, hang on, not, not that it's been attacked, but it doesn't feel safe. Ashling outside. Doesn't feel safe. Not feeling safe, Noel. And the place not being safe is two different things. No, but, but hang on for a second. There has been shocking stories of women who have been raped, sexually assaulted, uh, brutally murdered, literally walking home. In every single country in the world. Absolutely, Noel. but it shouldn't happen. But it shouldn't happen, Frank. Happen, but these ages tomorrow. I'm not suggesting every man is responsible, by the way, but I'm just saying it okay. shouldn't happen. Okay, 
Okay, okay, but leave that aside because we talked about it in detail. I don't want to go through it all again. Uh, and it's kind of upsets me a little bit that you don't understand that. But anyway, Frank, getting back. Well, but getting, okay, well, then getting back to the protest itself, do you believe it's people's right to protest even though we're in the middle of a pandemic? No. No, they shouldn't protest. Why? No, because, because they get nothing done. But okay. you're just generally saying that, or is it irresponsible it's because of the pandemic? Real. I'll give you an example, Noel. Every single protest comes up in this place. Every single protest. Saturday afternoon, 3 o'clock, cops have them corralled them on place like cattle in America. Balloons. And as I said to you, Noel, instead of the truck... So what do you do? Do you, do you... Okay, then what do you do? the place. Block. Get the unions behind you. Get do you believe in democracy? Do you believe in democracy? We don't have a democracy here. Now. I'm asking you, do you believe in democracy? No. No, not what I've seen here. So if you're unhappy about something the government does, you just sit there and give out about it in your armchair. There's nothing I can do. Well, 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 these, well, these people believe there is something they can do, so they're going out to protest. Oh. Many, many protests have been effective in this country. Income tax protests. The pensioners protested when they had their pension revoked going back many years ago or reduced and they didn't get the rise in the pension. They protested. That worked. The water protest. That worked. What, how many years ago was that? Four years ago. Four years ago. The water protest. You remember the water protest? It worked. 100,000 people down O'Connell Street. Government went back, backtracked on, the, on water taxes. Water charges. It worked. So protests do work sometimes. Sometimes, yeah. yeah. Okay, well, stay there for a second. Let me go to Jane. Well, well, hang on. Hang on. Let me go to Jane. Jane, you're on Classic Kids. How are you doing, Jane? Hi, how are you? Um, Jane, you've been listening to Frank there. Like, I don't think he's concerned so much about the pandemic. He just believes the protests serve no purpose. But go on. Well, <laughs> I think, well, for a start, I agree with everything John said. Um, I think we do. We do need to protest. Um I mean, it is our fundamental right. I think there's something very wrong, actually, when, you know, it becomes illegal to protest. I mean, in any society, that's always been a sign of trouble, uh, real trouble, you know, um, your rights being taken away. Uh, I, I, I particularly, this, this protest tomorrow, I wouldn't personally want to go to that. Um, Why? Uh, Do you not support the movement? It, well, no, I do support, I suppose, the idea of it, but um, I don't actually think it's effective for things like that. Don't, really. Why, why, I, do, you, I, why do you not think all protests are effective for change? In the uh, in change in culture, change in habits, change in the way we police things? I think we need to change. I mean, you know, I think we need to protest about, uh, you know, things like, like the lockdown, uh, things like things that our government are doing to us. I'm not sure that you know, uh, protesting about uh, things that are happening to women. You know, you're talking about their, like, the, you're trying to change the psychology of, of humanity. That's not really, you know, something I'm not saying you can change the psychology of humanity. And I'm, unfortunately, that's You can one, highlight it. You absolutely. Highlight Frank is right in respect of we can't change now, the world. No, of course not. Having said I wouldn't go to it, I would still respect those that want to. Yeah. I, don't see, I don't see the harm in them doing it. They, they should do it, yes. You should be able to protest for anything that you wish to, to be honest. And, you know, I mean, like, I'd admire people who go in and do that. I would actually like to attend the lockdown protest myself. But unfortunately, we do have an element of, you know, troublemaking in the country. And you wouldn't want to associate yourself with well, that. Well, that's the problem, isn't it? Yeah, that is the problem. I mean, if people were going to protest peacefully, as they say they would. Now, there were many protests at the beginning of this lockdown. Here's another point. They aren't actually, um, you know, televised. They're, they weren't put on the mainstream media. I because there wasn't as much trouble at us, yeah. No, but the last one was.
because there was trouble at it. <laughs> yeah. So you have to. You and, have and, to and by the way, I want to be clear. You know, in that particular protest two weeks ago, 85% of the people that were there didn't cause trouble. Absolutely. Well, he probably even more, actually. You know I, I mean? would agree with that. Yeah, I would agree with that. The majority that. of people there but were there for a peaceful protest. I'd be highly suspicious. Okay. I'd be highly suspicious of why they televised and why they put that one all over mainstream media. Well, and I, we heard, we heard. Well, it was it was an RT that televised it so much. It was the fact that nowadays with mobile phones, there's always going to be clips of everything anyway. But but well, but but in relation in relation to the protests in general, the argument against them, Jane, at this particular time is is that it's in the middle of a pandemic, case numbers are going down, and they have a fear, and this is the argument the government will give you that these are super spreader events. Do you agree with that? No, no, I don't. Frank, do you agree? Know. Frank, do you agree with that? Is that a risk? It is a risk. Yeah, shouldn't be allowed. Okay, well, do me a favour. Both of you stay there, because I have to take a break. Uh, keep texting, keep WhatsApping. Numbers 087 right, so we have texts, by the way, coming in. Um, I agree with everyone's right to protest, but how is a protest going to stop rapists or murderers? Would a protest have stopped Peter Sutcliffe from being Peter Sutcliffe? And I get what you're saying, and people have a point when they say that, that it is either... Obviously, it's a protest for cultural change, more so than something that's materialistic or something that we can see, as somebody mentions, as Kev mentions, something tangible. He says water protests, etc., were about something tangible. These type of protests won't stop a single attack in the future. It won't change a wife beater. It won't do a damn thing, Niall. It's more crusty cardigan wearing bullshit uh, for the sake of it, says Kevin Limerick. I get what you're saying, Kev, and I get what the other texter is saying too. But in saying that, obviously women are aggrieved because they believe that it's not safe uh, to be on the streets. And we've seen the attack in London, which was shocking last week. And yes, I agree, murders happen all the time, sadly. There are people in this world. A protest is not going to stop a rapist being a rapist. They're not going to stop a murderer being a murderer. But certainly it may set about, I suppose, drawing attention to how we can stop not stop it but say how we can address these situations uh, from a younger age maybe young people uh, to respect each other generally speaking uh, Jane stay there for a second who believes that everyone should have the right to protest Bevan you're on Classic Kids how are you doing Bevan? Hi Niall how are you? Uh, Bevan you've been housebound for the last 12 months and when you see a protest it saddens you you say? It does yeah yeah. now like everybody has in my opinion everyone has the fundamental right to protest um, but when I see like the protest that happened in Dublin and Cork like, there wasn't much uh, physical distance, distancing. Mm-hmm. Um, the vast few were wearing masks. Very few, yeah, very few. Yeah, yeah, very few. So, like, it just... I kind of... I kind of hope we get out of this soon, but when I see stuff like that, I'm kind of going, oh, this is not going to happen anytime soon. So you believe it's flying in the face of everything that we're trying to achieve at the moment? Exactly, yeah, and especially to, the, to those that are, are trying their utmost best... You know, See, there, is a, there is a lot of people, I, I, let's not focus too much on the protest tomorrow, but in the protest two weeks ago, there's a lot of people who had lost their jobs. And by the way, most of those people that protest were just average people who'd lost their jobs. They yeah. weren't mad people who were from the right wing. There, there, there was certainly some up the front who were intent yeah. on causing trouble. Uh, but the majority of people of the thousands that were there were just people who'd lost their jobs, who feel that this is not the way to deal with this pandemic and we need to get our society back and we need to live our lives again. And there are people who believe that too and, and maybe, you know, they should have the right to somehow hold the government to account over that, that staying at home silently is not working for them anymore. Yeah, and I get that. Like, thankfully, I'm not affected financially mm-hmm. by the um, by the lockdowns. But I kind of think, what, like, if they can social distance, I don't know if it's possible to do it or not at a protest. I don't. I generally don't believe that's possible. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, like, what about a p- petition? 
I know it's not the same as a protest, but at least it'll be done safely. See, if it was the UK, when you have a petition where if a certain amount of people sign a petition, it must be brought up in Parliament. But I don't think yeah. we have that situation in this country. And I think that they feel it kind of falls on deaf ears. Sometimes, maybe, yeah. You know? Yeah. But I mean, Jane, kind of are you still, are you still there, Jane? I'm still here, yeah. Yeah, you've listened to Bevan. I mean, I, I get the point she's making. She has an underlying condition that she's housebound for the last 12 months because obviously she's been very cautious about her own health. And it kind of makes her sad when she sees everything that's been done uh, and all of a sudden people are out there, you know, breeding and coughing on each other <laughs> in the middle of a protest. <laughs> Do you know yeah. what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, and she thinks that that's not acceptable in this current climate. Yeah, well, I look, I think, you know, obviously you can't really socially distance all right. No, you can't. Protest. You can't. But if people are wearing masks, if that's what they wish to do, I, I think, you know, I think this is actually a time that we need to protest more than we ever did. And unfortunately, um, the fear of, of the virus has prevented people from actually rising up when they definitely would have before mm-hmm. um, about all of these issues that we have. I mean, I can think of a hundred reasons to protest at the moment. Uh, the way our children are being treated in schools, particularly children with special needs. Um, the way our old people are being held hostage in a nursing home, my own mother included. Um, you know, I, I I feel that the problem with protesting in Ireland is, unfortunately, or maybe it happens in most countries, there there is a bit of a gurrier element that turns up. I think, I think it happens in most countries. Yeah. I don't think it's just but, Ireland. You're always you going know, to get the few what, people who go, the opportunists who go along thinking there'll be a row. Yeah, well, what you said earlier on there, Niall, about, you know, um, these things end up on, uh, ended up on TV the last time because of um, uh, social media. Well, I mean, you know, there was lots and lots of uh, film and, and that uh, done mm-hmm. on social media last year of protests. But they didn't appear on the news because there was no trouble at them. They were informative um, rallies, I suppose. And mm-hmm. um, nobody saw any of us. I mean, no, no, I, I'm not disagreeing. I, ju- I, I do believe it's contradictory for Leo Varadkar to turn around after the Black Lives Matter protest or indeed Michal Martin after the protest in Belarus to say they stand in solidarity with the protesters and, and don't condemn these protests. And yet they're very quick to condemn a protest that does something against them personally. So exactly. I, I, I do I do agree with you. There is, there, you, you know, there is you, hypocrisy you, there. You've got to put two and two together on that. You know what I mean? Like, I mean... You know, you can protest to the things that we think are cool or whatever. You know, they're okay by us. You know, people are not happy with what mm. they're doing at the moment. Most okay, well, let me happy. ask Bevan. Bevan, I mean, last year there was a, well, during the pandemic, of course, uh, when there was a level five restriction, uh, thousands of people walked down O'Connell Street for Black Lives Matter. Leo Varadkar was straight onto Twitter supporting the protesters and in solidarity with the protest. You had the same thing in Belarus where you had level five restrictions and tens of thousands of people turning up, of course, at the time. And um, uh, Michal Martin uh, put out a tweet that he stands in solidarity with the protesters in Belarus and said, that it's everybody's right to protest and yet they're condemning the protests of their own citizens. Yeah, that, that's hypocrisy all right. Mm. Absolutely. Like, um, do you know, it's, it's because they're protesting against them. Well, it is. That's really the reason, isn't it? Because it's against yeah. them. You know, yeah, so. get them to sit up and listen. But at the same time, I don't think, like, when we were in the last level five restrictions and people were protesting down the Connell Street, I kind of looked at it with a gasp as well. Mm-hmm. You okay, know, so those things we didn't know as much as what we know now. Okay. It comes it comes down to what you believe though. I mean, do you believe everything they say? Because I don't. I don't. And now I'm not saying I'm not saying that I don't I don't believe there's a virus. Of course I do. Uh, I, I, I myself have actually stood, you know, 
Done Would you believe the reaction time. to it is an overreaction? Um, do I? Uh, yes, I do think. So. I, well, in other, in other words, the, the strategy I, you believe is an overreaction. I think we, yeah, and I also think that we need to be very concerned about the fact that you know anybody who has a different uh, point of view at this stage is actually censored. You know, I mean, we've censorship everywhere now. I Tell me about left, it. Yeah, I left Twitter because of that. I couldn't be bothered. Um, you know, it was a, it was only making me angry. Actually, this. You know, generally, <laughs> with the greatest respect, sorry, I'm running out of time, but with the greatest respect, Jane, I understand your position on that. It does make people very angry. Unfortunately, Twitter is quite toxic, and yes, you are right. Uh, sometimes you're not allowed to have the opposing view because you'll be censored if you do have the opposing view. I get you, absolutely. Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi award winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic hits.